It's wildy. I say this all the time. You look when Obama was president and we had an economic crash. And you see what he did. He went and bailed out the corporations. And Trump is what he was, right? He's in there. And COVID happened. The economy went to, went to the shitter. What did he do? Invested in put money in corporations as well. So you have two people who should, who should by definition, be ideologically at every opposite ends of the spectrum. And both of them went and invested in corporations. That should tell you right now what you need to know. Welcome to the Wild D Podcast, where our primary goal is to keep you informed and to be your central point of contact for what's happening around us. And anytime we get a chance, we like to give you something to think about. So if you're new to the show, we cover a wide range of topics from society to sobriety, from the culture to the vultures, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. And today's discussion is part three of Six Figures to Bigger Figures with Alan Leslie. We talk about corporate investing, knowing where the money's going so we can follow it and get to the money. And my personal favorite, thanks to additional conversations with Cindy Ayala Pineda, we get into crypto. And while you're at it, make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners just like you. So thank you for your support, your feedback, and your ratings. Now let's get into it. It goes back to that. And if that's your set, then there's going to be some level of, you know, hey, you know what? I'm not reaching my full potential or, you know, I could definitely do more. And I'm just not getting it out of this role, out of this job, out of this company. And and then you're, you have that need and you feel like, hey, going back to, hey, I didn't do it. I took a day off. I feel like a failure. That's where we drive that message home because, Alan, you sit comfortable. You say, hey, this is your second conversation today. You're feeling comfortable. You're about to go to sleep with a smile on your face, right? I, right. I did a lot. You know, <laughs> I empowered some people. And I think that that's extremely important as long as you are walking in that purpose. It's a good call. Now, now, now I want to say this too, because I think this, this is the prerequisite to getting to the mindset that Alan is talking about. This is the, the, well, let me just say it. One of the biggest challenges is we have not done enough of that self-assessment before we get to that point where we're trying to decide, hey, what is my purpose? What value do I bring? Not just to an organization to my family, but how valuable do I feel to myself? Mm-hmm. And I think it's so critical that we get a, a, a sense of who we are based off of where we came from to determine where we're going. Mm-hmm. Once I kind of establish that, it should make it easier. Like, hey, I'm going to be an employee for five years. And while I'm being an employee for five years, on the side, I'm going to be taking these classes. I'm going to be working with these folks. I'm going to be gaining this information. So when I get to that place where I'm like, all right, I've done the work, I built the foundation. Now I can venture out on my own. I've built that up enough. Now my, now my, uh, uh, my success is not centered around how much stuff I can accumulate, not the houses and cars and the things, but it's, I'm comfortable with me. I love who I am. I've accepted my flaws and my shortcomings. I know that my mom came up short in this way, this way, this way, and this way. That's fine. That was her life, but I'm here. I'm not going to base where I go tomorrow off of those mistakes. I'm not going to look at my brother or my little sister or my grandmother or my neighborhood or my community as my, as my, my potential. My potential is centered on who I am. 
Now, these things around me shaped me, but I'm going to leverage all of this. Every experience I've ever had, I'm going to leverage this to determine who I want to be tomorrow. And if tomorrow I want to be a seven-figure or a seven-figure or bigger individual, that's awesome. In the meantime, if I got to be five figures, right. sure. if yeah. I got to work my way up to six figures, I'm going to do that here. Yeah. But you best believe while I'm doing this, on the side, I'm working on all of this. So when it comes time, not only do I appreciate it, but I respect it. Right. And that's why I, was, I sat so quiet for the first, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 minutes of the episode listening to you because that is exactly what you did. You, you had the experience. You fell short. Realize you fell short and then you bounce back. And now it's like, how can I help others so they don't have to go through that? The, go right. the hope is people don't have to. But, you know, the reality is there are going to be some yeah. people who do. So it's amazing to see examples of people who did fall short. I messed up. I made a bad choice. I came from this situation or this circumstance. But luckily, I'm I look at me. I came from nothing. Inkster, Michigan, little city right outside of Detroit came from nothing. Here I am. And, and I joke about it because so many people do this, but I'm a homeowner. If you would have yeah. asked me 10 years ago, would I be a homeowner? I'd be like, yeah. absolutely not. It's real. Ain't no way. The salary I make today, ask me 10, 20, 30 years ago, do you think it? Absolutely not. So everything is a learning experience. And while you're learning and you're accepting who you are, your flaws, your shortcomings, and the flaws and shortcomings of those around you who help to shape you, you're like, all right, I realize this now. I would love to be an entrepreneur, but I don't know what that looks like. So what is it that I'm good at? Yeah. How can I take what I'm good at and help somebody else? Now I found my purpose. Now, as I found my purpose, now I can work. Let me get me a rental property. Mm. Let me do this. Let me do this. So it's all about that evolution, but the evolution has to start at the bottom. And the bottom is, how do I feel about me? You know, what, what you just said, really, really hits that point because I was saying, hey, you know, like up to about maybe two years ago or maybe a few years early, earlier, I could I could do this. I could I could jump out and and be a business owner. But then you got to think about that. That goes back to that conversation that you had way with yourself in the beginning where you said, hey, you know, I need to collect some of those small wins. Right. I need to build some right. consistency around there and then have some aggressive goals. And those behaviors made it easier for you to say, there's more. I know I can right. achieve more. Why? Because I did this when a exactly. lot of people would have would have ran away from it, when a lot right. of people would have still been in the dead and just said, hey, this is my life. I pulled myself out of this. So I know there's more for me and mm -hmm. you're not going to get in the way of that. And, and Finn, can I say this too? The most aggressive goals any human being should have is the goal of improving yourself. Right period. There's no dollar amount that you can put out there to chase that's better than being a better person tomorrow than you are today. If it starts there, then any goal you set outside of that is going to align with that. So that means now I've achieved financial freedom, but I'm also a very high quality individual. Right. My bar of morality is here. My code of ethics is here. Right. That's what it is in the expectation for myself and my family. That's what people are going to see every time I step out in public. Mm -hmm. On top of that, I'm chasing after this goal secondarily, which is I want to be seven figure or seven figure or bigger. Mm -hmm. That's right. And uh, for you, uh, you Joel, you seem like a, like a very 
you obviously you knew you've done that homework that everyone I feel like everyone needs to do. That that I'm trying reflection, that that intrinsic uh search to find out to get that foundation in the base. And I can I can tell how, by your speech and what you're saying that, that you're there. I can I can tell you have that strong foundation. And so what I try to do in because there's some people out there who are trying to maybe capture that dream that that the American uh, their, their American dream and, and or trying to capture something that they don't understand you're going about this in the wrong way and and that's why I kind of come in to say hey listen if this is what you want that ain't it right like you you need to and some of the things that I, I preach big on is I kind of kind of getting back to the proprietary things here is like if this is what you want, then you cannot have non-performing debt. So you look at and you look at your portfolio, you look at your, your own finances, and you see what's non-performing. A mortgage to me is performing because that asset is going to appreciate. That's fine. We don't have any issues with that. I don't. Uh, you look at credit card debt, where all you bought was like shoes and clothes and maybe some hookah bar stuff. What's appreciating there? Not only is it not appreciating, you're like paying more because you're paying interest on top of that. You're paying twenty percent more, so you're you're going the opposite direction there, right? That's a, that's non-performing, and that, uh, you're paying, and it gets more expensive the longer you take it takes you to pay it off. So, and there's some kind, of, there's some things that once we kind of just do it, you will buy just you will naturally increase your net worth easily. A hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand, by just focusing on just some little things, doing some little things here and there, without even you, without you even being like, yo, I'm just trying to get to blah number. You don't even have to do that. You can say, you know what? If I tell anyone who's listening right now, say, hey, uh, ownership, capitalism. This is a country where things are on ownership. Your goal now should be reduce these non-performing assets, pay out those credit cards. Yeah, those non-performing assets get you. Uh, if you have to get debt, use that debt to get something that's performing, like a home. Do something like that, or do that. And then if you save, get four to six months of savings for emergency savings, the extra money, put it in the market. Invest in things that you use every day, uh, right? Like you, you have an iPhone, you have an iPad, you have Apple TV, boom. That's a nice one. You're always on Facebook, Instagram, using WhatsApp every day. Facebook, boom, that's another one. You look in your wallet, you have a couple cards. What's the little emblem that says in the bottom right-hand corner? It says Visa. You probably use that every day, don't you? Boom, that's another one, right? It's not that difficult, right? You go on YouTube, you go to search stuff. What's that? Um, alphabet? That's another stock, right? And you, you kind of build like that. And you could really and truly just doing those things and have a nice little uh, schedule or where you just have a habit of doing those things, you would naturally increase your net worth. Very naturally and very easily just increase your net worth because now you're reducing the things that are drags and you're increasing the things that actually accelerate. And you do things like that, 10, 15 years, you're gonna look back and be like, whoa, I didn't even expect I was gonna be in this position. And that's why I want people to be. I want people. To, I want people to be more empowered. Because once I'm more empowered, because I feel like I'm more empowered, I'm looking now to 
when I support other black businesses, because usually when we do that, you know, there's a premium, right? And there's a premium because small businesses, we don't have all the efficiencies. Yeah. Uh, we don't have all the, all the resources. You don't have economies of scale. And so we have to get those margins. So you pay a little more. Now I'm at the point where I'm not looking for the cheapest, right? I don't have to nickel and dime. So if I see like, if Dwayne has something that I want and I know Walmart has it cheaper, I'm going to get it for Dwayne and I won't think for a second about it, right? So now we're empowering ourselves now through economics. And that's why I kind of want, this is why I like yeah. kind of preach it because you can get that freedom and that independence through economics, right? Because this is, this is what this country celebrates and what it promotes, you know? And the other thing I said before I made a little rant, uh, I say this all the time. You look when Obama was president and we had an economic crash and you see what he did. He went and bailed out the corporations, right? And this is Obama. This is left wing, Pope, you know what I mean? Shout out to, you know, shout out to him, right? The hero. That's what he did. Then you get this person who for many people see as, and I'm trying to be too political. You see Trump and Trump is what he was, right? He's in there. And COVID happened, economy went to, went to the shitter. What did he do? Invested in, put money in corporations as well. So you have two people who should, who should by definition, be ideologically at opposite ends of the spectrum. And both of them went and invested in corporations. Yep. That should tell you right now what you need to know in this country. This is what they value. And so just be aware of it of like, hey, this is what people value. So if you want to say, increase your net worth, and if you want to you know, have that financial independence, you gotta go with, you gotta go with the, you gotta look at where the money's going. You gotta follow the money. Yes. Alan, Alan you cannot be giving away all man. this free game, man. Listen, hey. this is too much free game. I love it. Hey. One thing I will say though, man, we didn't get a chance to talk about some of our back and forth arguments because we're at time on uh, Dogecoin. Dogecoin, you know. So what's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just joking, man. I'm just joking. I'm actually, I'm gonna, hey, you know, look, I took your advice, man. You, 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 uh, you called me out on. It. I said, look, man, Dogecoin gonna have me be a millionaire. And then, um, you know, Elon got on SNL, and boy, I saw people just backing out like Woo! by the second, you know. So uh, with a few words, but but I had already, I had already, I had already uh, took some profits. Yeah, I, I took a lot of, I took everything out. You know, I'm like, you know, that's all I touch you. That's me. I'm all, about, man. I'm all or nothing, man. So um, hey, you know, really big, man, right now, and uh, I probably cut this out just in case. Uh, I'm big on. Um, ETH, I'm big on um, Cardano, and I'm big on um, uh, Matic, so that's a uh, Polygram. So that's that's been, that's been really big for me. And um, I'm not familiar with the, with the, yeah, the other one. Cardano, nice. like, so the reason why I'm big on that one is uh, they they invest in like I'm using my dollars to invest in the economy in Africa. So I was like, hey, if mm. I lose, I lose, but if I'm gonna be winning because I know I'm gonna build the economy in Africa based off of my dollars. So um, you know, I'm using my money to loan loan out to them. And then those businesses are just gonna pay me back, um, or not. But um, or not, right. I'm, <laughs> but I'm willing to take that risk to better those individuals out there. So um, that's what my crypto is doing right now. But we'll definitely get a chance to 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 get into that in a future conversation. And I feel like this was just an amazing overall, a helpful and a, a soulful conversation as we talk about some of that uh, financial therapy 
which uh, I don't think we would have been able to do without you and your stories, man. So I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. this, man. This was fun, man. I'm telling you, like, I, this is what I know I'm in the right spot. Like, I could keep going. If you know what I'm saying, like I could I could keep going. So this oh, is we definitely gonna keep like, it. We gonna we gonna keep we gonna keep you going. We definitely gonna do that. So look looking <laughs> forward to that. But look, I'll tell you this though, like really quickly, um, I want to uh, do a, a quick rundown of two questions that I had prepared, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. just to help help some people out, right? So let's just say, so right now, Alan, you MBA, you CPA, you CFO, and you CFE, right? You got a lot of of letters after your name um so let's just say you have one person that's aspiring to be a cpa that may have yeah. faced some obstacles uh what advice would you give to that individual the the advice i would give to the person aspiring to be a cpa is uh sounds corny but you can do it like i did it i'm not any more special than anyone else uh you keep keep with it keep with it it's uh be consistent and you you get there. Uh, for those who, and there, there are a couple things that they do. If you're in college still, the, the, the course that they give you that weeds you out is intermediate accounting. And you get intermediate accounting and you don't get through intermediate accounting. That's how they weed you through. Uh, I am. With all those letters you, you mentioned right now, I'm, I'm putting it out there right now because I, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm where I'm at. I'm comfortable where I'm at. I got a C in intermediate accounting. And I was devastated by it. I had an intermediate account on one, I got a C. I was at Belmont. It was a transition to a different school, everything. Well, I took my higher my accounting courses at Belmont. I wasn't there there. Got a C. And I was, and I questioned myself, is this really for me? But then I was like, no, no, no. The competitiveness in me kind of it kind of lit a fire in me. I said, like, no, let me see that, let me see what the intermediate two was talking about. Let me get that. Then I got an A minus in that. I was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Right? <laughs> like you just gotta like you gotta like dig deep. You gotta keep going. And you're gonna hit walls for sure. I, I hit walls studying. Um, you know, I got frustrated. I, I stayed up at two in the morning. But like I told you, like when I first started, is like uh, I'm gonna take a hit, but I'm gonna come back. So is that persistence? Is that diligence? Is where you're gonna really get those get those wins. So for those persons aspiring to be a CPA, it's worth it. Okay, uh, it's worth not when I got my. Uh, First job, well, my first corporate job. One of the first questions is, "Do you have a CPA?" I was like, "Yeah, I do." I was like, "Great, that's what we're looking for." I got that job. Uh, when I got to the salary grade level at that company, I couldn't get to that salary grade level without a CPA. Okay, open that door. I got that job. Uh, when I do my business and people are referring to me, say, "Hey, I'm looking for a CPA." Here I am, right and just put another qualifier on that. I'm looking for a black CPA, easy money. I'm your guy. I'm right here, right? So these these doors, the doors are open. And it's not to say if you're not a CPA, you can't do accounting. No, not at all. But there's a certain value that society puts on it that you will be rewarded for. And I do not, the two best things I've done, maybe it's just three now, the three best things I've ever done in my accounting career, one, getting a CPA. <laughs> two, I would say working for a, uh, corporation because even working for that corporation i learned so much working for that corporation and then three is realizing and understanding that all the answers that i'm looking for is in here is with me and i'm prepared i've been prepared i've done the work and i have the ability to do almost anything i want just about anything i want to do 
if I focus and do those things. So that's that's what I'll say with that. I love it, man. I love it. So the second question is, um, so I believe at least something that I've noticed that in the, at the kickoff of the pandemic, a lot of people made some decisions based off of where they are personally, where they are professionally, and wanted to jump out and say, hey, you know what, let me try this thing, this uh, be a business owner, right? So for the businessman that is questioning if they should have an accountant on their team, what type of advice would you give to them? It's kind of a, uh, it might be bias, right? <laughs> I think that's <laughs> a good thing, but at least you're able to give your perspective, right? So yeah, yeah, right, I mean, you know. because let me tell you what I look at and the reason why I asked this question. I know a lot of individuals that say, hey, you know, I want to jump out there and do this. And then what they don't realize is they're in a situation mm-hmm. with Uncle Sam, yep. and then it's a little too late, it's real. right? So it's real. at that point in time, like I think it's good to catch them a little earlier or say, okay, you know what? I'm questioning. I think it's important, right? But there's some individuals that say they don't trust any person looking at their money or right. managing their money, right? Yeah. So from that perspective, I wanted to really just get you to answer that question or give some advice on that. Yeah. So it's probably maybe a long-winded answer, right? Uh, the short answer is, I, I do feel businesses should have a CPA. Uh, that's a short answer. Uh, then I would say we should be mirroring, in certain regards, in certain respects, what corporations are doing. There's a reason why a corporation has an accounting department, they have a legal department, right? They have a customer service department, they have an HR department, right? There's a reason why they do that, right? They have these silos. Because persons in, the, in those silos, if, if it's this what they do, they're going to be very proficient at it. They're going to get really good at it. And it's, once you have the same mission, it's going to uplift the organization. Now, starting off, that's difficult to do because you're low on resources and you're definitely low on time because you have to be everything. And that's fine if you have to do everything starting off. But understand that if you want to grow, you're going to have to get persons, you have to get that resource if you want to get to the next level. There's, there's, there's just no way you can get to that level without doing that, right? You are whatever your business is. That's what you are. And that's why you're there. And that's why it's great. But you are not a legal person. You're not an accountant. You know, you can be proficient enough to kind of keep it going, but you need to trust people, you need to build a team. That's what it called joint. This is what it boils down to. Understand where you are and build a team. And once you build that team and that team is focused on your goal as well, then you're leveraging the resources of others and you're, you're able to, um, to what I'm looking for, not, not, not capitalize, but you're able to, um, I, I can't, let's say capitalize for now, right? Be able to capitalize on the resources of others to benefit your goal. And now it's yeah. going to cost you, right? And that's that's the biggest deterrent for everyone. It's like, well, I don't have to pay this, and that's fine. But understand, this is what corporations do. Like, if you look at Amazon, Amazon is a huge, ginormous entity. Right. And if you look at their bottom line profits, they it's like they don't make much money or in a couple of years prior to them. And so why aren't they making money? It's because they're investing all that money back, back into, into the business. Company. Yeah, and they don't have right? to pay so, taxes off of it either, right? Exactly. So you look at yourself and say, well, I can invest it right back in me. 
So I can invest it back in my business. I got to fortify myself. What services do I need? And the idea of getting someone else to work on that is now you can focus on what you do. If you if if what you do is uh, give me some quick doing, I don't know, let's see you rap. I don't know. <laughs> that's probably, let's not do it. Do something else, brother. Let's, but, but, <laughs> see you let's, just, let's, let's just say you do consulting. You do, yeah, you do consulting. Yeah. Right. So you're a consultant. And, and, and I mean, the healthcare, healthcare consultant. And you, that's what you do really well. The more time you take doing legal stuff, doing accounting stuff, and not understanding the pitfalls and the pitholes of accounting taxes, legal contracts, you don't have to do all that stuff. The less time you get in doing healthcare consulting, that's what you got in this to do. So you need a team to do this other thing so you can focus on what you're good at. So that's 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 the game. Right? I totally so you, agree. Yeah. I, I, the other part that I like about it the most is you're able to to say, "Hey, Alan, you know this is my goal for the future, and here's the next step. Like, tell me where should I cut or where should I take right. some money from in order to allocate this into this investment." So I like that, and then also. I'm trusting you because you're my partner as well. As the business grows, you grow, right? There's more opportunities for you. So, you yeah, I, you I, I love that team exactly. aspect of it. Thanks. That's a good. That's a good answer. I love what you said about getting a team, and I've heard people talk about getting a team for a long time. And one of the challenges is people generally get the people that are their friends to be their <laughs> team, Man. and that is not always the best way to form a team so we may not be able to get into it but i want to put that out there um getting a team does not necessarily always mean family friends that's big facts man so uh, i'll say is this and uh, Dwayne knows this uh so far the worst business deal that i've been spurned the most is with someone i, I considered family so i just say that I'm not saying that everybody is like that, but right. that, that that is there's a reason why they say that from a business perspective that it's hard to do business with family because there's signs though. Yeah. And I and I know I ignored the signs. I heard I, I saw the smoke. Uh, I saw the smoke signals. I heard rumblings and I still, you know, I still went ahead anyway. So just look, you know, keep it short, we can move on and cut it off. You look for the signs and you, you trust that. Like DMX said, right? Like, what is he? Trust to be people to be who they are. You're just trusting yourself to see them well. You know, mm. that's facts. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Well, I, I'll say this last piece, Finn, then I'll be quiet. What I what I love about this part of the conversation is we, we got to get to that point where we understand as we're trying to achieve, we have to be very, very careful about who we allow to go with us on that journey. That's correct. Because some people are along for the ride, some people are along to support, and some people are just a hot mess. And you gotta be able to, you know, once you take that look inside, you gotta be able to decipher between those. So I'll leave that right there and then we can maybe pick that up on another day. That's right, man. Hey, I appreciate this platform, Dwayne and Joel. Hey, absolutely. Hey, before before you leave though, um, just just the build off of what Joel said, you got to protect your dream, right? Um, and, and we got to do you a, a favor or a solid to let everybody know, because you mentioned all of these businesses, 
you mentioned the YouTube platform, but you didn't say where they can check you out at. So please, sure. if people are interested in your services as a CPA, where did they go find you? And to look at your videos, where did they go find you? Yeah, uh, I appreciate that. Uh, so you can find me on in Instagram at 6FTBF. So it stands for the number six, six figures, too big a figure. So if you try to understand what that acronym is, six figures, six F TBF on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, that's my social uh, platform uh, for my business services. Uh, it's Leslie CPA and Consulting PLLC. And that's at www.cpaleslie.com. I do from uh, consulting taxation, remote CFO services, uh, bookkeeping. So, and I, I consult with people all the time and I'm going to keep it real with people in the sense that if you're at a spot where you don't need my services, I'm going to tell you, hey, you're not ready for my services right now and that's fine. This is what you should do though to get started. And then when you're ready, then, you know, let's talk. You know, because it's not... I'm big on adding value. I'm huge on adding value. If I'm not adding value with my services, I feel like I'm failing. So that that's how that's how I keep back to Joel, keeping that connection of not just the money, but being true to myself. So that's love, man. I appreciate it, man. Thanks again, and we definitely gonna bring you back, man, because um, you know, everybody needs a little uh, financial health. Part two as well. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks again, Alan. Uh, thanks again for coming in and dropping these gems. Uh, I'm pretty sure with so much information, I'd hate to squeeze it all into one. So we're gonna we're gonna keep them going. Thanks again. It's Alan Leslie, remote CFO, also MBA, CPA, CFE, whatever you want to do. He has a whole lot more. He's from the USVI. We can keep it going if you want to, but. <laughs> We are at the end of the session. So uh, till next time, we'll see you, everybody. Love. Peace. Big thanks to Alan for joining us today. To learn more about Alan and everything that he's up to, we linked all his information in the show notes. We value good conversations and good relationships, and this is one that we'll truly cherish. So why not reach out to him and tell him that you enjoyed the episode and what you enjoyed about the episode. And while you're at it, please share the podcast with your friends and your frenemies because whether it's news entertainment health or wealth everyone's dosing something come and get yours as we aspire to inspire until we expire till next time